0: A S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com.
1: We should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off. Oh, that's a great idea for the trailer. All right, here we go.
2: Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Oh my God, you guys
1: really are doing it, aren't you? (laughs) All right, I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What, you're still doing the false names thing? I feel like
2: we already have a trailer going right now. This is like a
1: fourth grade (laughs) elementary school joke.
2: Hey everybody, I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy.
1: And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. You guys are throwing me off with the name
2: thing. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live Podcast.
1: We're talking all things groove. Music.
2: Food. Food. Friends. Beer, Beer, even. All of it.
1: Whatever brings groove into your life. How
2: about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of
1: groovy? I I would file that under groove.
2: Construction projects.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories.
2: Every day you get out of bed, what makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction
1: projects. (laughs) And you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast.
2: The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Hey guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life podcast.
2: We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb.
1: (laughs) L-A-S.
0: Friends, Naomi here. Welcome to another episode of The Ruckus. This is a podcast where we talk about social topics that generally cause some heat in the comment section on social media platforms. But we try to talk about them and understand them better, expose our flaws. We try to learn things ar- along the way. Um, All in hopes of encouraging our little pod of listeners to, I don't know, always be learning with us and always trying to be authentic, whatever that means. Anyway, (laughs) the ruckus, this podcast, along with um, a bunch of other fantastic local podcast shows are um, part of this cool little network here in Cedar Rapids called the LAS Podcast Network. I would love it if you would check out laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to learn um, how you can further support the network. Uh, You can get bonus content, ad-free episodes, and much more. (laughs) I feel like an infomercial. But wait, there's more. Anyway, one of the ways that you can support The Ruckus right now is to go and give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this. Um, Leaving reviews... Uh, is like one of the best ways that we can uh, move forward. It gets our it gets our episodes in front of people that you know will probably like it. and if you don't like it, then consider just shutting off the episode instead of leaving a bad review. That's negative energy, man. We don't need any more of that. <laughs> anyway, let's get to it. shall we? We are going to dive right in into our topic. We're going to talk about boundaries today. Um, The topic of boundaries, I know, is not exactly something that causes a lot of ruckus on social media platforms, but... It, it's a good topic because to have on the show because it directly relates to our interactions on social media and it directly relates with the people that we interact with on a daily basis, which kind of spills over into everything else. So here to help me talk about boundaries today is my good friend, J.D. Beyer. Um, we, You know what? I should just pause. Should I call you JD or John during this episode?
3: I think you should call me JD because okay. that's what you've always called me.
0: I I didn't practice saying John yeah. in my head. It's JD and I have known each other since like two thousand three or four.
3: Sounds about right. <laughs> a, a long time, a while, yeah, <laughs> a long a
0: time. And when I met him, it was you were J, you went by JD almost all the time, right? I did. And then you moved to Cedar Rapids and you got fancy, and people started <laughs> calling you John. So fancy. <laughs> <laughs> but I know. I know him. <laughs> He's shitty to me. Anyway, boundaries. Shall we define what boundaries means before we get into it? We should. So here's, here's my definition, and you can elaborate, okay? Mm-hmm. So my definition, because I don't like big words in the dictionary, this is what I think they are. Um, limitations that you put in place to guard or protect a personal value that you may have with the purpose of like taking good care of yourself, um, uh, respecting your, your, yourself, um, and also to preserve and foster good relationships with others. How do you think I did with that definition? I love that. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. That was all me with the help of some other Wikipedia articles. (laughs) Anywho. Um, ah, boundaries, where do we even start? It's, I feel like, I feel like people that have no boundaries and I can say this because I was, I am struggling to put boundaries in my life. And so I feel like when I had no boundaries in my life, um, there's like this lack of like self or lack of identity that like, kind of eats away at me and I I, I I feel myself creeping up into becoming a people pleaser right. and I don't like that um it kind of just I kind of just when I don't have boundaries it causes me emotional distress leaves me feeling like not not me um uh, but let's I don't know I think I think it's always best to like lead by examples with these topics that I'm not expert and I'm, I'm not an expert on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's kind of the point of this podcast is we're not n- nobody's experts here. I'm certainly not. <laughs> um, no. so, so, so we we talk with examples. but so I, I I will open the floor to you. I wonder, well, i I'm curious about one boundary that I know that you set in particular that okay. we talked about with social media, yeah, um which would really relate well to the whole overarching topic of mm-hmm. the ruckus. Um, you quit Facebook recently. Right.
3: I did. I quit Facebook with kind of an open back door to just immediate family Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I had quit Facebook in the past. Um, it just had become an I'm bored addiction. Yep. And I kept kicking back to it. So then I unfriended hun- literally hundreds of people that yeah. I was, qu- quote, friends with Um and there was a lot of hurt feelings. Really? That. I mean, I literally remember getting text messages saying, you know, that really hurt. I thought we were friends. And uh, I'm like, can we not be friends in real life instead yeah. of just this social media friend? Yeah. And I get it. Um, there is, a, there is a, a reason, actually, for Facebook. There are connections that I do like to keep that I don't need a daily interaction with. Mm. And Facebook fills that yeah. to a certain extent. So it is hard to cut ties with people. Um but it did get to a point where I was I was trying to uh parallel my life with other people that I looked up to. Yep. And I just wasn't where they were at. Yep. Whether it was in the creative industry or being a dad or a husband or whatever. It's just easy to look at other people's lives. There's snippets of life saying, I wish I was there. Mm-hmm. And I know those people, some of them, and they were saying the same thing about me yeah. in different areas. So I'm just yeah. like, this just isn't a healthy place. Right. So, yes, I I have quit so-called Facebook. Um, I did for many months. I have a closed-door account that mm-hmm. I am literally just friends with my immediate family. Yeah. That is it. My Instagram yeah. is much more open. Yep. Um, but people can follow me and I don't have to follow them on Instagram. Yeah, right. kind of like that. Yep. So
0: so you, I remember you telling me that you, and this will be a, a good kind of segue to um, introduce like what you do and, and who you are. Like we we were talking about how both of us hate Facebook, but we were, well, in your case, you were, in my case, I am, holding on to Facebook because we both are business owners. Right. So let's pause. Mm-hmm. Tell us about what you do Mm -hmm. and how quitting Facebook and setting that boundary for yourself may or may not have affected your business.
3: Yeah. So I do mostly video production work, uh, for different corporate companies and travel and all that kind of stuff. And for years I'd kind of hung on to Facebook saying, this is my way to market to, you know, an audience that I don't have right in front of me. But the truth is, is after thinking back to I don't know how long Facebook's been around. I've been on it for probably, I think twelve years, maybe. Right, I don't know. Like
0: I've been, I think I joined like in two thousand seven.
3: Yeah, <sighs> I I don't I don't remember when I was when I had joined Facebook, but I, after like kind of processing and looking back, I, I've made connections, very few connections for my business through Facebook. Yeah. Um, most of my introductions have been through. Other people.
0: Yeah, word of mouth and yep. friends and... Yep. Yeah.
3: So, I'm like, this is not really doing my life a whole lot of benefit. It's yeah. not doing my business a whole lot of benefit. Um, the second excuse I would give myself was, this is a way to share photos of my kids with my family. They're, yeah. You know, grandparents. They don't get to see them often. And yep. I'm like, I can text them those pictures. Sure. I, I can visit my family. Yep. <laughs> they can visit me. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, it it just got to a point where I wasn't seeing the benefits yep. and I was seeing more, you know, comparison attitude coming out of me with other yes. people and only posting the good things and I follow yes. people who are very open about their life mm-hmm. on social media and I'm I'm not like pro let's just show everybody the good side. Yeah. But also it's very like exhausting to watch people be that open sometimes i know
0: so. no i feel i feel the same way like i feel like i like i want to use my social media platforms to either try to put good into the world or humor into the world yes. Um, but uh, it's hard to stay in that little vein mm-hmm. it's hard to stay in that that lane because um obviously <laughs> of all the shit that happens yeah. in the comment sections yes. and the arguments that burst out that don't need to happen. Yep. And, um,
3: and it's hard to not comment back. It
0: is because one of my, one of my biggest flaws, well, I'll, am sure this is not my biggest flaw. I'm sure I have much larger ones, yeah, you do. but <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> you know, I hate to be misunderstood mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't fucking matter if the whole entire world understands me. Like, what really under, like matters is the people that I'm really close to understand sure. me. But, like, how do you not, how do you just, like, walk away from a, a an argument that's happening on Facebook when you know people are twisting your words on purpose and painting you in a bad light? But that happens, like, on a daily basis mm-hmm. when I'm in the comment section. And it leaves me feeling shitty. Like it leaves me feeling, well, first of all, it does two things. It, it makes me feel shitty because like I have a whole bunch of people berating me that don't get it. Like if they just would slow down and understand where I'm coming from, you know, they would, they would get it. But then it also kind of just leaves me, um, on this, maybe this is just me and like some narcissistic traits coming out, which I think all of us have, let's be real. (laughs) But I also feel like I I kind of like the audacity of someone to like come after me that way, mm-hmm. you know, and then it like puts my ego up where it shouldn't be. And I think that happens with a lot of people yeah. and that breeds just like what is the what is the star wars uh hatred uh, fear anger aggression or whatever the dark side are they yes. but anyway that's right. what it does and and it and it just these I, I just stew about it all day long yeah. and over what like over like i don't know i hold on to the comment sections because i have had my opinions changed about big important life topics Reading other people's arguments like I have way different views of abortion nowadays because of the comment sections Mm. I have way different views about trans lives because of the comment sections Mm -hmm. but I don't think the majority of people like are even open to learning Mm -hmm. in the comment sections and that's not to say that I'm like wonderful and holy Mm -hmm. and I like observe and learn all the time um I definitely fought in the comment sections but those thoughts stuck in my head for a long time and then I address them and I come to terms with them anyway but I don't think that happens um in the large larger picture if I had to guess and so yeah what do what do we do? We just all are walking around comparing ourselves, feeling like shit all the time mm-hmm. for what some business connection I mean some of us yeah. like my business, I do get a lot of people like photography clients through facebook mm-hmm. um but I am really shitty at keeping my website up to date, and you do it sounds like a great job with your mm. website Itty. so i need to i need to get i need to find other avenues and yeah um but how this relates to boundaries is um Where where's where do you draw the line when it comes to protecting your Mm well-being throughout the day protecting the relationships that you care about Um, like well like you said right like you had people that were hurt when you drew a boundary and unfriended them. I think with social media we we sometimes view the friend on Facebook as the friend in real life. Yeah when that's not the case right. a lot of times. yeah. So how were were you, were you able to like communicate to these friends? Like, um, you know, like you said, let's be friends in real life. Like, right. did they, did they say, okay, I get it. Or, or did they get pissed and, and leave forever?
3: Uh, I mean that, that person in particular, I am still friends with yeah, to this day. So, I mean, we apparently work things out, I guess, yeah. but, um, yeah, I mean, it is. It's it's tough to kind of set those types of boundaries when I, I'm at times an extreme personality. So there mm-hmm. are points in my life where I'm like, let's just let it all go. And then on the other side, you know, I'm embracing and like everything's, you know, good. So yeah. I, I tend to maybe even cut people off at times.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I'm in a process of everyday learning. New things about different people and learning about myself. I'm a huge advocate of therapy and yes, what that looks like uh, for different people. Yep. Um,
0: we're pro therapy here. Yeah,
3: we're, I'm definitely pro therapy. <laughs> I I've seen it work wonders in my life. Yeah. Um, even if it's just conversational, having a chance to talk. Yep. About your own struggles and but I'm 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 in more focused therapy now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am putting off labels that i thought i once have Mm -hmm. and embracing labels and new labels for example to be vulnerable i thought i have dealt with um anxiety and depression for many years and i recently realized i don't have anxiety i do have depression that i work through and it comes in waves in and out um which honestly that was a relief i was like hey I don't have to carry anxiety anymore this is yeah. cool it's just I mean I know it's just a word, but it's something I can just put off and not have to think about it yep. anymore um, and depression I'm like now I'm able to say, hey, therapist, mm-hmm. how do I deal with this when it comes in waves? Yes, um, this is way off the whole boundaries no, topic, this, is this is good, this
0: is good this is why every all the whole episodes are okay. about bettering ourselves yeah <laughs>
3: i so yeah, I'm even at the beginning, you had talked about um kind of the uh, the dictionary definition of boundaries or what that maybe looks like via mm-hmm. a bunch of Wikipedia things. <laughs> right. put together. Um, but boundaries can also lead to isolation. And yes. so we have to be careful about that. I, through COVID world that we all leave, live in and have a friend in, so mm-hmm. to speak, we yep. all know that it can lead easily to isolation for those who are introverts. Um, Maybe still hard, but maybe a little bit more acceptable and understandable to just spend that time alone. Yeah. And use it to your benefits. For people like me who are super extroverted, I need relationships. Yep. I need public space. Yeah. I need to be around people. I also need quiet time. Yeah. I'm I'm learning that as I get older. I need those times. But what I thought was building boundaries for a season was really just isolating myself. And, huh. man, yeah. it just was heavy. And I... Yeah. I saw it. I've lost friends, and yep. since COVID to COVID to yeah. suicide yeah. to, and I I just lost a cousin um to alcoholism and I just Shit. thought the the tribute that I helped build for him via video was mm-hmm. um kind of a, a tribute to the stage that he lived in life which was in front of people and you know, flamboyant and full of life and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what is the worst thing that could happen to someone who is that extroverted and who is an entertainer, yeah. but their stage to be completely ripped out from underneath them yeah. and had no, you know, nowhere to express. Right. All these creative thoughts and stuff. I mean, I... I don't know if I like carry ADD anymore, but I definitely did as a kid, and yeah. did Ritalin, and like I just had all this stuff processing through my mind constantly. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have somewhere for that to go, yeah, um, that's where I think isolation happens. Yeah, and it's dangerous. Yeah, and it's it's if I dare to say it, almost worse than COVID because yeah. it's killing so many people. Yeah. Um you we've all been touched by it yes it's tough.
0: yes but i think that's a really good point that i i i really didn't think about though is um god i have so many thoughts going in my head right now that i that isolation does not equal boundaries though right um and i i had not to the extreme that you're talking about with your cousin um but i had this season where where i started to go to therapy very very regularly and I realized um, some of my values came out that I didn't really know that I had. Um, she gave me a project that literally, like, I saw my values in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I thought about, like, one of the biggest ones was loyalty to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, oh, I think I maybe have, <laughs> like, a stronger, like, it's just so valuable to me. I don't know yeah. if people um have that same intensity of it being valuable to them but i realized how many friends quote quote that i had in my life that weren't that they weren't to the level of loyalty that i required mm-hmm. and so i i didn't tell them that i was cutting them out of my life but i mm-hmm. i in my brain i'm like i'm going to practice this boundaries thing mm-hmm. and i'm no longer going to like this was the boundary that i made. Here's an example everyone. I made the boundary of like these people, these these few friends that i have that i that are not meeting my expectation of loyalty. I am not going to talk to them about my personal life anymore. I'll go shopping with them. I'll go canoeing with them. I'll you know, sh- shoot the breeze about stuff that doesn't matter. But like my hard shit, like mm-hmm. they aren't getting access to that anymore. Mm-hmm. And at first, that was really hard for me to like wrap my brain around because like i feel like i share a lot of my life on social media as it is just because sure. i want more people to be open and show me your ugly pictures too and you, mm-hmm. you know uh but so not sharing all of myself with somebody was kind of for, uh foreign to me right. and that put me in this box of it felt like isolation Mm -hmm. it didn't feel good right away because I went from like this like big number of friends to this little number of friends and um, it was a lonely time for a little while but something cool happened I stopped getting so disappointed all the time at the same time like I read this thing that I hated but now I think it's great advice. Like I had this friend, uh, I don't know, like five, six, seven years ago, who I loved him. He was so great. It was like we did music stuff together. But like, Thank th- you. <laughs> it's not me. It's not you. JD and I also <laughs> do music together sometimes. We used to be in a band together. Anyway, shit, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, oh friend. yes. So my friend, yep, my music friend. Um, situations just kept pop- popping up where. I just kept getting let down by him over and over and over again and um it hurt a lot mm-hmm. because there was like that friendship and then there was also the creative relationship you know and so um I was like looking up articles this is before I went to therapy but I was looking up articles like how do you deal with a person that constantly keeps letting you down that you really really love yeah. and they said either you have to um lower your expectations
4: mm-hmm.
0: or um be okay with the way they treat you or get rid of them completely. Hmm. I didn't like either. I didn't like any of those options. I didn't want to get them, get rid of them. Of course not. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to keep getting disappointed, but like the thought of lowering my expectations, like that just felt like selling out in a friendship, you know, like it it felt like I was betraying myself almost. So what did you do? I had to lower my expectations Mm. And it hurt for a long time, but there again, so there was that lonely little isolation period. Yeah. But then again, like as the months continued, I, I wasn't getting let down over and over again because mm-hmm. I expected it, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, no surprise. Like I, you know, it, yeah. it's kind of a shitty way to say it, but like, I expected things to not work out yeah. and anyway, but, um. But boundaries don't always have to feel like that, though, too, because yeah. boundaries are also there to boundaries are there to like protect our emotional mm-hmm. well-being and and having to set up boundaries with your close friends. And, and in my case, family, especially, mm-hmm. um, I have a better relationship with um, I feel like I have a better relationship with my parents mm-hmm. when I tell them what I will and won't talk about with them. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like uh, as as a middle child, I don't know if this is like across the board, but I feel like as a middle child, I always get in the middle Mm. of family conflict because like, I feel like I'm so much like my mom and I feel like I'm so much like my dad Mm -hmm. that like my family used to come to me to like, Hey, can you, can you tell her I said this or uh, can you relay this? And I'm like, okay, I don't think she meant that, but this is how you interpret it. You know, like that's bullshit. Like nobody should be in the middle of that. And so Setting a boundary to be like, Look, I love you guys, I want everything to work out wonderfully. However, yeah, being in the middle of this stuff causes me to feel XYZ, mm-hmm. which isn't fair. Yep, and I then am part of the problem because then I'm emotional about it, right? But if I just say, Okay, mom, dad, sisters, here's where, here's the pocket that I'm going to fit in right. <laughs> with your life. And these are the elements that we're not going to discuss, not because, not because we're just avoiding, you know, but because we know these are problem areas Mm -hmm. in our relationships. So why would you keep visiting them?
3: Yeah.
0: And, and there are times where, you know, you have to address things. You have to address the skeletons in the closet. But so many times it's just okay to have a boundary and not discuss it. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna discuss politics with my dad. Mm-hmm. I would take a bullet for that man, but I'm not gonna talk about politics with mm-hmm. him because it just brings out this hatred yeah. that isn't directed at my dad. Yeah. It's directed at his views, <laughs> but it's hard yeah. to separate that sometimes. You know,
3: I think sometimes uh, boundaries and expectations can run parallel, mm-hmm. even though they're they're different. Boundary, I agree. boundaries feel like you know, like walls down yeah and expectations can sometimes be like walls up like this is what I Ooh, expect that's good, yeah, um and so i don't I don't know if lowering expectations is good or bad, but I do think that having clear expectations is important, yeah, in relationships,
0: I uh, like that better, clear expectations instead of lowering your expectations, yeah,
3: because you sometimes relationships aren't always beneficial for both parties yeah um you know sometimes we're there to help other people or they're he- there to help us yeah. um but having having clear expectations has been probably even more prominent than boundaries mm-hmm. uh recently in my own life mm-hmm. um, just going to people if if i value my relationship with someone enough to Put my pride aside and have a difficult conversation. Yeah. Um, and create expectations. I, I had breakfast and coffee the other day with one of my best friends in the world, and similar to what I've done with my own parents, I went to them. We had we have a mutual friend slash organization. I know that sounds weird, but it just is what it is. <laughs> and they are very close to that person, mm-hmm. and I am not, and I have been hurt by that person. Yep. Um, but they have also at times been hurt by that person. Yep. And so when I go to them, it doesn't feel like gossip. It feels more like you've been there. I've been there. Yeah. We're discussing kind of a mutual hurt, but because they are still tied to that relationship, I needed to finally, cause I, I felt like at moments when I went and talked to them about, you know, just some of my hurts ongoing, Yep. um, that they would somewhat come across as offended. And I'm like, well, it seems like your offense is more important than my brokenness. So this isn't okay, right? And so I just told them, I said, I need to know, I need to hear from you that I don't have permission to talk to you about them. Ooh, yeah. And giving other people an opportunity. So if we're okay with setting our own boundaries, we have to be okay with giving other people a chance to set boundaries, right? Yes. Yes which is hard to oh, do. Oh, I don't
0: like it that no, way around.
3: Because it it just feels like they're cutting us off. It does. And actually. The me, audacity. Yes. I actually put uh I saved this on my phone because I really liked it. Yep. Um So at times we feel like boundaries come across as selfish, right? Or you're yeah. you're selfish when you set those boundaries. Uh, but the truth is is you're not selfish. You're just you, they're resisting the boundaries that don't benefit you. Yeah. So this is this is what it says. Them saying, you're selfish. Me saying, I'm not selfish. You're just resisting boundaries that don't benefit you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so yeah. that actually, I'll give, a, if it's okay to give a plug. Oh, yeah. Because I think for this sure. person is great. It's millennial.therapist oh on Instagram.
0: <laughs> JD. <laughs> Look at look at what the the quote that I pulled up. It's from millennial therapist.
3: She's, she's fantastic. <laughs> I think she's in Australia. Is she? I I benefit so much for just because she gives clear examples of what therapy looks like. Yes. Emotional boundaries can sound like dot dot dot. Yep. I mean, go to this lady's. Page yes, millennial
0: dot therapist. She's yes. fantastic.
3: So, and I love that. I I actually I very much think um, understanding like. Ex- the word exchange is maybe my word of the year, which is, for me, means exchanging good for bad, or mm-hmm. exchanging, uh, you know, loneliness and isolation for boundaries, like whatever yep. that looks like, right? Yeah. And I feel like this uh, millennial therapist gives examples on how to do that exchange, or gives you examples of how to use certain tough situations, gathering for, and she does it very seasonally. It's Thanksgiving coming up. Here is an example of how to set clear expectations. Mom, I don't give you permission to talk about my weight in front of family. I don't think that's okay. Yep. So I think it's okay to set those type of expectations with family members, with friends, but give them an opportunity to say, because my friend's response was it's really hard sometimes because I want to be there and I want to be your friend, but because I have such a close relationship for them or because my hurt is still there with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know yours is. Sometimes it feels like if you're still hurting, it's, it's too much. I don't want to put you over the edge. Yep. And my response back to them was, sometimes when you come to me with your hurt, it validates that I have something to offer Ooh, even yeah. when I'm sitting in my own pain. Yeah. And I'm like, after I said it to him, I'm like, huh. <laughs> I, not that I'm like, I got these great
0: ideas. Well, no, that's fair. It like, is.
3: It does. It, it, when someone comes to you and they're like, I need advice. Yeah. Either you're busy and you don't have time to give or – What it really does, though, is validate. It's not that you're an expert, but you have something to offer. Yes. And as creatives, at times, we put everything out on the line always. Yeah. And we sometimes feel like we got nothing left to give. I mean, there's projects where I put everything into it, and a client comes back, and they're like, not exactly what I'm looking for. And I'm just like, I've got nothing (sighs) left. Right. I'm tapped out. Like, I gave you my best. Yes. And when they say, that's not your best, I'm like... It, it's personal because it's yep. it's heart connected, it's it soul is. connected as a creative. It is um, to be like it's not good enough, but it usually pulls more out of me. I usually find it that I have does. more to give, anyways. But um, so yeah, yeah, giving opportunity for boundaries is huge. I letting other people have that.
0: Yes, I feel like that is a perfect place to pause. We have. I have things I want to add, but we, we have to give a shout-out to our wonderful sponsors. So let's take a break. Let's regroup. Let's maybe get some air, and we'll regroup in just a couple of minutes. Ready, set, go.
4: Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our team's. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season Championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes released every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours.
0: Back, feel like a newscaster. (laughs) Should have been. I should have missed my opportunity.
3: It's never too late. (laughs) It isn't. It's never too late to become who you might have been. There's another quote. Ooh, put
0: that on a bumper sticker. Somebody
3: probably did. It's not my (laughs) quote.
0: All right. that'll be our that'll be our like our bonus content we'll have like these shady quotes that oh everybody's God. sticking to the back of their car slap it on the bumper anyway so we <laughs> we're getting to a point where um we unfortunately have to get close to the end so i um i think maybe like as rapid fire as we could mm-hmm. like let's give let's give people some examples of like boundaries that they could set. For instance, Mm -hmm. I have a boundary like I talked about with my parents. Like I will talk about these subjects. I won't talk about Mm -hmm. these subjects. Mm -hmm. And it makes for a happier relationship. Yes. I have person I feel like I have more personal boundaries for myself Mm -hmm. um even more than the boundaries that I put in place with friends or family. So for instance, I have a boundary (laughs) that I blew past quite with flying colors this last month, but I had a boundary where I was not going to comment in comment sections on Facebook.
4: Mm, Good luck.
0: Uh, Right. So, uh, it's, I usually stay off of people that I know. I just let them go off or whatever. Um, I have a harder time ignoring people that I don't know in like Buzzfeed articles or whatever, you know, comment sections where it doesn't, you don't know anybody. um, And the month that I committed to myself, I put a a boundary like you, you can still participate in social media, but here's how we're going to use it to Mm -hmm. better our mental health. Right. So to me, it was no more comment section. That month was fantastic. It was so great. And then um, and then this last month, (laughs) I'm like, I did a month. I'll take a break and I'll, you know, see if I can get back into the comment section. It's it's the same. Yeah. I mean, it's I haven't evolved that much <laughs> to be like, I can handle this stuff now. I don't know if I'll ever be able to. I don't know if I want to be able to mm-hmm. m- manage it. You know,
3: here's the thing. What social media does to us, though, is it detaches us mm-hmm. from humanity. Yeah. And so I heard someone once say, like, it was it was about a really difficult hot topic conversation. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to get this guy to say something On the records, on the record. And he was like, how about we go and grab coffee and we have a conversation about it? Because you're going to take everything I say out of context. Yes. Um, There is a risk in setting boundaries so much that we eliminate the tough conversations and we eliminate the humanity. I I am 100% pro boundaries. I'm learning how to manage and understand what that looks like. But also, like, when we're emotionally tied to something or someone, Mm -hmm. it can change. Yeah. It can change our mind. Like, I'm not getting into the whole, like, anti or pro vaccine thing. But what I'll say is, I know my sister, who got the vaccine, Mm -hmm. said, I don't want to tell anyone that I got the vaccine, family members specifically, because I don't want to have the conversations. And I said... I think it's important you have those conversations because you have valid reasons. You work in a hospital. You deal closely with people. You know, And you're your
0: own person. (laughs) And you
3: you chose by evaluation internally, you chose to get this. I have people who don't get it for very specific reasons, and I'm okay with that. They have good reason not to, whether it's because of medical history or allergies or whatever or personal belief, and then they just choose to not be around people in public. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. but when we eliminate all conversations and set up so many walls, yep. again, going back to the start of it, we start to turn to isolation, Yeah, and that is really what social media is doing to us. We are, uh, we're more of a community, so to speak, but we can hide behind, you know, I, I've i told my dad this a hundred times, if you're not going to say it in person, don't post it online. Yes, like, yes. Stop doing that. It, yep. Yep. Uh, do you remember the old uh, when you used to go to the library when it was like the index card thing, yep. and they had those <laughs> the machines in there where if you wanted to look up old newspapers, there was a little the like microfish
0: real... or whatever, right?
3: Okay, I don't know what it's called. Mega micro... micro.
0: Is it is it the one where like the screen is up there and then you move the little platform yes, and down it here?
3: Flips through. Yeah. I just I I predict that our future, like our great grandchildren, our great great, you know, on and on and on, that. Our, our social media posts will be a glimpse to them like we used yeah. to look at old newspapers. Yeah. Do I want my great-great-grandchildren <sighs> to look at my legacy as comments and posts and things that I thought were so important? But yeah. then when put in context, it was like, you know, whether we stand up for something or stay silent, whether yep. we post about something or keep our mouth shut yeah. and just let other people look a fool you know I, yeah and so i'm like what if that's our display our legacy yeah. is our stupid post online. <gasps> i don't want that to be mine and yeah so i want to be known as you know what an encourager or someone who listens or yeah i'm not always there i'm not that person 100 percent of the time yep i've posted some stupid stuff oh god me too and i've deleted some stupid oh, stuff me too <laughs> but I hope we're not all held accountable. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I'm not a politician, but I see some of these politicians 20 years after something they posted on Twitter getting taken oh, down. I know. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be held accountable by stuff they've said, but my word, I I grew up in an era where we didn't have all of our mail displayed for the world to yep. see. And I also grew up in a town of 800 people yep. in the Midwest. I'm telling you, we did some dumb stuff. We said yeah. some really ridiculous, oh yeah, <laughs> stuff that I'm glad it wasn't online.
0: Oh my gosh, there's so much from my like I was talking to uh, Katie was a, a guest on a previous podcast. Um, she's a trans woman, and back in those days, like back in our you know young small yep. town days, I had a very different stance. Like. Yes holy shit if people brought that stuff up and like this is who naomi is i'm like no that's who naomi was yes don't we all progress like hopefully
3: we i hope so yeah
0: i liked what you said this is off topic but i like what you said in your last little um rant was uh we can let people look a fool sometimes Mm -hmm. you know we don't have to correct everybody all the time just because we do know better like even if we're right we can let people be idiots and yeah. let them wall around in their own poop for a while.
3: Yeah. Some people don't have an opportunity to go to therapy. They no, don't have that's the finances. True. And there are some people, not a great source for y'all listening, but this is not a great source for therapy. But therapy for me is just talking and getting it out. Yes. And for some people, that may be their therapy. Yes. It's The problem is, is there's not an educated person on the other end to listen and yep. maybe give feedback. Yep. Um. You're just getting feedback from everyone who's telling you yep. thumbs up or angry face or whatever, I know. but that's not, yeah. that's not feedback. That's emojis right. that don't have real emotions. Some people <laughs>
0: just click and don't even, don't even have a, an emotion behind click their clicks. Click
3: next, click next, yeah. and you're like living on those thumbs up. <laughs>
0: right? I know. It feeds us. It's weird. Oh, that's a it's whole. A weird, I always yes. say this every single episode, but that's a whole other episode.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. So, so I found this little infographic mm-hmm. that I thought. I mean, it wasn't beautiful, so I won't even like show you the link because if it's not pretty, i'm not going to show you. but the point of it was like how how to set boundaries
4: mm-hmm.
0: and um okay actually put a, put a put put a pin in that one. Mm-hmm. would you agree that boundaries can change depending on where you are in life, so like if you had a boundary that pertained to you at this point in time, maybe in a year you don't need to have that boundary anymore yes like boundaries can. we don't need to like expa- expand on that a mm-hmm. whole lot but
3: boundaries don't have to be permanent they,
0: no it can yeah. be a season it can, it can be a season yeah like i had friends when i was going through my divorce that i was very much like you're on a shelf i can't handle mm-hmm. you right now mm-hmm. um that I might take down, I plan on taking off the shelf. Really? Not that they're just disposable, but you know, like we all have different personalities and we all, you know, have might be too heavy for that. Might season. be too heavy. Yeah, I yep. Think it's okay. Yep. For instance, like I, 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 I can't have conversations about really bad relationships with people that are certain people that are close to me because mm-hmm. like it does trigger trauma. Not yeah. that I don't care about them. I care deeply about them, yeah. but like I have certain topics that mm-hmm. I know that are, I am not mentally ready to have with people, but in a year or even on a good day, Mm -hmm. I might choose to take that boundary down and allow them in. And I feel like that is, you know, I feel like a good way to like, um, if people aren't going to tell me what they have boundaries, like if they're not going to put boundaries in my life, like, I think it's also a good thing to sometimes tell people, are you ready for me to vent? Like, can I talk to you about X, Y, Z? Are you prepared? Are you mentally yes. you I do that with my, with Micah, my younger mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. I try to. Um,
3: I do that with my sister, Heather. Yeah. I sent her a text and said, I'll keep yep. it to five minutes. Do you have five minutes to hear me mm-hmm. out? I'm dealing with something right now. And she's mm-hmm. like, I've got five minutes. Yeah. I I I think that's important.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And and it and they can say no if they want to.
3: And she has. Yeah. and it's okay. I'm and like, it's okay. She said, "I'm busy with friends right now. I can't." But tomorrow.
0: Yep. Sounds yep. great. See, I think people do put boundaries in their lives with not, without 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 knowing that they're boundaries. Yeah. You know, and so if you're if you're new people out there to setting boundaries you probably mm-hmm. already have boundaries made mm-hmm. so okay here here i'm unpinning the thing from the bulletin good. board i'm <laughs> circling i'm getting good at this Circle circling back so <laughs> getting cocky so here's how uh here's a good infographic that i i uh you know naomi-fied to share with how how to set boundaries if you are brand new to this mm-hmm. and this is something that i need to uh put into practice because sometimes my boundaries are just really kind of mean and just like don't talk to me anymore especially with my family Mm -hmm. so here's a good way to set boundaries um the first one uh they say is define your boundary here's an example this doesn't pertain to me i'm not talking about my in-laws my in-loves right now but um define your boundary this could be uh your family or you you may not come over to my house unannounced Speaking to your in-laws or whatever. Okay. Yep. The next step, communicate what you need. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, I need to manage my time carefully with my own immediate family and my own personal projects. My time is very limited. Mm-hmm. The end. And then the next thing, which is where I struggle a shit ton, is don't over explain it. You don't have to over explain it. Like you just saying, this is what I need. I need to manage my time carefully with my family. Mm -hmm. The end. That can mean a whole lot, Mm -hmm. but they don't need to know any more than that. So don't overexplain. And then the last one, I kind of don't feel comfortable with all the time, but I think it's important is setting consequences. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean like, if you cross the boundary and come over unannounced, I'm going to not come to Christmas next year. Like it doesn't have to be like this bitchy thing, but like, for instance, it can be, consequence I simply do not answer the door unless a guest is invited instead let's plan ahead for our visit so I can be present and enjoy our time together Mm -hmm. without having my brain be in a million different places Mm -hmm. at once right so that that's a consequence you know Mm -hmm. like the consequence is you will have to stay out on the porch (laughs) and that's just the way it is uh but but this this kind of um leads to the next part where I think we kind of already touched on like setting boundaries at first can feel a little scary it can feel like we're being rejected or we're rejecting somebody you can feel guilty about it. Yes. But just wait a little while. Set the boundary you know you need it. Set the boundary and you might be surprised with how much your relationships yep. actually improve. Don't you think?
3: I do. I I actually think that setting boundaries with other people and then so maybe a tag on to some of the things that you've said would be hey, uh I'm just I'm not I'm not taking like uninvited guests right now. Just to be honest with you, I'm just kind of setting some boundaries. And I think it's yeah. really important. I'm I'm kind of trying this thing out. It's a really difficult thing to do for me. Um, but I encourage you to try it too. It's a really cool yeah. thing to do. So like almost as you set boundaries to lighten the mood a little bit, encourage them to do the same. Yeah. Like this isn't a taboo thing to do. This is actually a very healthy Yep. And
0: And I feel like that gives them permission to do the same thing.
3: It does. You know, because usually when I do that, someone will say, I wish I could do that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) and I'm like, you can, you can,
3: (laughs) but you have to choose to. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't choose it for you. Yeah. Right.
0: Let's, let's move into, into our little pieces of homework.
3: Yes. So, oh, last thing. Yeah, go. I just wrote this, but don't hide your boundaries. Let them be known. Yeah. So you're kind of saying you're you're voicing them to people. I think one misunderstanding of boundaries could be we're gonna have boundaries. But I'm not going to let anybody know I have boundaries. That's pointless. Which is what leads to isolation, <laughs> isolation and leads to all this stuff. Yep. So I think it's good to let people know your boundaries. Yes. And then you gave examples of those. So Yes. Right. No, that's
0: good. That's good because I, I I feel like there's there's a lot of times where I kind of just like slink away in my own little hobbit hole. And, yeah. you know, yeah, you get it. Yeah. So I have a piece of homework that I want to leave people with. Okay. I'm going to go first. So if you need time to figure out your pieces of homework. So my okay. homework is... If you haven't set boundaries yourself, this is how I did it. I'm not I'm not, I'm not an expert. Mm-hmm. But this worked this was a good little stepping stone for me. I set personal boundaries for myself first. For instance, the comment section thing. Like I'm not gonna comment on any people's posts unless my sister's being berated by some asshole. You know, I'm gonna come to her rescue. But oh, generally speaking, I'm gonna stay out of comment war fights. Um, so, so try to set a personal boundary for yourself. I mean, I have a boundary where I don't answer client emails Mm -hmm, on weekends. mm -hmm. That's just a boundary that I have with myself. And when you see how that, when I see how that improved my mental life, it became easier to make boundaries than with people that I love and, or, or with employees Mm -hmm. or with business relationships, yada, yada. Um, that's my homework set a personal boundary first see what happens do you have something you would like to add for homework for people to do
3: I I think so we have talked a lot about personal boundaries Mm -hmm. and I think just recently on top of therapy I have brought on a life coach as well and a lot of things that I've been talking about with my coach is work boundaries yeah it's very hard as a independent employee to (coughs) do that Um, yeah so I've kind of because like I'm just I I fill the days with whatever the need is, right? Yep. Um, But setting work boundaries is super important. Um, I have here uh, just written, like, boundaries should be based on your values or things that are important to you. For example, if you value spending time with your family, set firm boundaries about working late. Ooh, yeah. Even though we spent a majority of the time talking about personal boundaries, I think a lot of stress comes from setting work boundaries, even as, even if you're self-employed or work for someone, know your limit, um, and set those clear expectations with human resources, with your boss. Yeah. Um,
0: make them heard,
3: make them heard, talk. So I guess my homework, so to speak, would be, uh, write down some things in your life that are, just feel really heavy and are stressing you out and, maybe the cure for some of those things on the parallel side would be boundaries yeah that's good so right the other side of that if if i'm tired of working all the time maybe there needs to be a boundary discussion with your boss yeah or with yourself and just say you know what or i mean i know people have six weeks of vacation take wow. that just take your vacation take it, folks. you know just do it so
0: yeah I like that. I like, I like write, actually writing down my big, my big pains in yes. life. I've not done that.
3: Yeah, that's the exchange. Just, that's the yeah. fear that I've been talking about. Exchange. You can exchange all those hurts for something yeah. better on the other side. But sometimes you have <laughs> to voice good. the pain yep. and then figure out, how do I exchange it for something better?
0: That's like a doctor visit. I feel like shit. What can you do to make it not feel like shit? Yes. <laughs> Why don't we do this with yeah. our brains more often? Yep. Let's move into two wins and a fail. i've got i've got a couple wins Mm -hmm. i'm gonna try to be short with this i might go into an episode about this but i ordered a couch six months ago i'm coming out of a traumatic relationship i'm in a a wonderful healthy relationship now sorry about that again (laughs) I'm not, and I am. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that later. I uh, ordering a couch mm-hmm. six months in advance, knowing that it wasn't going to be here for six months, caused me so much anxiety because mm-hmm. I'm like, "What if I break up in six months? What I'm gonna, mm-hmm. what am I gonna do with this gigantic couch that I ordered? It's not gonna fit in in a, in a single person's apartment, that's mm-hmm. for sure." My therapist is like, "This is not about the couch." No. <laughs> So this true. is this is about your your trauma let's let's talk about your trauma. I don't care about your couch. It's a very beautiful couch, but I got the couch. Nice. It finally came this week and I don't feel anxiety about it. I feel like this is my home. I am putting my stamp in this house. It will look like Naomi lives here. It will look like Naomi loves to live here. It will look like my life and it's becoming what I make it you is know. It blue? Of course it's blue. Green.
3: <laughs> it's green. Yeah. It's teal. It's yeah.
0: Naomi blue. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so um, I, I don't know if anybody resonates with that whole mindset, but to me that was a huge obstacle that I got to see in front of my face happen. I know mm. it's a couch, mm-hmm. but it was symb- symbolism is huge in my, yeah. <laughs> in my life. I like analogies, and it makes my brain function in a way I understand. My second win. I'm making music again.
4: Nice.
0: I re-recorded stuff this, uh, this week that I needed to record. I'm sending my songs out to be remixed and remastered. It feels like my heart is alive again in that area. Um, my fail, like I mentioned earlier, my fail is the comment sections. I'm a fucking host of this podcast about how to be better in the comment section. <laughs> and here I am arguing with people. It's stupid. Stop doing Stop that. Stop doing that, Naomi. <laughs> I'm going to, okay, so in the next episodes to come, my win better be, I avoided the comment section. Everybody hold, me, so. hold me accountable. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you don't have to, but do you want to share any wins or fails with Two people?
3: wins and a fail. Um, Been trying to get outside more. Yeah. Um, Which should be easy. It's summer in Iowa, but yeah. So over the weekend, that was a win. Good. Got outside. Um another win. You know, I I sometimes just have kind of a I don't want to say short fuse. It sounds like I'm angry, but I'm <laughs> but I've got a an eight year old and a four year old and sometimes I just like I don't like loud noises, you know. Yeah. I like music loud. So anyways, uh, a couple of weeks ago a win for me was my wife said, Wow, you did really good this weekend with the kids. It's a Aww. long time to spend on Yeah. And for me that was a win. Because I didn't necessarily feel like I had the best weekend, but she like told me I did and that yeah. pushed me towards like realizing like, okay, I must be taking some steps forward. So
0: good. That must have felt
3: awesome. It was. It was good. <laughs> um fail. I don't have any. I, the no, end. I have, <laughs> Thanks I for have listening. Stacks of <laughs> fails. So where do we start? Yeah. Uh saying yes to work that I didn't necessarily want to do. Oh, I feel that. Um because you know, I'm an independent worker, and I, when I say no to work, I say no to money, so yeah. to speak. So I'm trying to gauge how much money do I want to make
0: for it? the
3: likes <laughs> I want to live. Yeah. And so not lowering expectations, but maybe changing some stuff. Like
0: yeah. And, so, and, and the boundaries can change sometimes. If you need a yes. little more money, I've taken on gigs that I don't like, but I needed mm-hmm. more money that month. Yes. You know, uh, it's a balance. It a is. balance.
3: Yeah, we I can talk money another episode. <laughs> I'm all I'm, I'm about talking that we're experts boundaries with money and understanding how to use it.
0: Oh, God, you know, you're going to have to lead that one.
3: Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I know. I like Amazon a lot. They do not oh sponsor my this God. podcast. They do not. They do not. Be, man,
0: <laughs> but but they're feeling my addictions. Yeah, exactly. I want to thank JD for being here with us today and talking out how we're trying to live a happier life by putting boundaries in place. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, go leave us a five-star review if you've been enjoying the ruckus. It helps our podcast get in front of more people. And if you don't like it, then turn it off. Listen to something else. No more negativity. Check out the LAS Podcast Network by Going to how about you go to laspodcastnetwork.com dot com slash plus, and that's where you can find out how to be um, a, a super supporter, where you can listen ad free, get bonus content, other goodies that you can uh, go find out. There's a big list of, of extras. Go check it out laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Be sure to also check out the other locally produced podcast shows that are part of the Las Podcast Network. Net- network. Yep, I said that right. <laughs> JD, where can people find your work?
3: Oh my word. J b e y e r dot com. J Buyer. Looks like Bayer. B
0: e y e r.
3: And then dot there's com. links to Instagram. No yeah. more Facebook. So no more Facebook. Just hit me up. Hit Let's up. talk. Let's make a commercial together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's make some money. <laughs> All right, friends. Go set some boundaries. Let us know how it goes. Thank you all again for listening, friends. I love you all. So.